Radio. Oh, Vladimir, it is so good we are getting our U.S. citizenship today. Oh, Lynn, and what better way to celebrate it than by watching Great American Hero? Yes, Great American Movie about Great American Hero, yes. John Rambo. Oh, I am so excited to see who he kills in this one. Right. It is it would it be the Vietnamese like in number two, uh, or or it could be uh, Chinese. That's possible. Uh, the Koreans maybe. Or, or or oh, or in big twist maybe it's Japanese. That would be weird. Not a lot of places you could do guerrilla war for in in Japan. But well, you never know. That's right. Let's find out, Vlad. Two for Rambo, please. Mm. Uh, a skybox seating. An hour and a half later. Vladimir, are are we the bad guys? You know when I pick a movie, that's when I'm under pressure now. The question always comes back to me, what will they think? Oh, welcome, 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 folks, to What Were They Thinking, a podcast about bad to questionable movies. I am uh, one of your hosts, Nathan, uh, and this week we are talking about the 88 hit, or put an S in front of that, and you know how I really feel about it, pal, Rambo 3. Uh, And of course, with me, as always, is the Troutman to my Rambo, Brendan. Render yourself, say hello. America, America. This movie really affected you. I'm, I'm, I just, I, I love everything red, white, and blue, baby. Okay. <laughs> uh, nothing is wrong about America, and I will fight anyone who dares say it. So, it's gone full Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. So, okay. I mean. No guests this week, so we can just kind of launch right into this thing, can't we? Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's jingoist it up. <laughs> All right, well, pitter patter, let's get at her, as they say. Uh, as I said, we were talking about the '88 uh, movie Rambo Three, uh, which this this series has some weird naming conventions, kind of like the Aliens movies, because the first one's called First Blood. Yeah. The second is called Rambo First Blood Part Two. Right. This one is Rambo Three. The fourth one is just Rambo. And then the last one was Last Blood. Rambo, Last Blood. Okay. Or, yeah. uh, Yeah, no, it was called Rambo, Last Blood, right? Okay. So, yeah, even more confusing. This is the kind of stuff. They couldn't just go with a straightforward one. Because I think when when the new Rambo came out, it was cool to just call it Rambo. Right, because they were like, nobody's just called it Rambo before, guys. Well, they were actually, I think they were originally going to call it John Rambo, and then they just went with Rambo. And I think when you name something and then put like the number four or five after it, it it automatically has a has a not so great sound to it. Yeah, that's fair, I guess. But uh, <laughs> plot. So, uh, real quick, one down on the plot here. 
uh, Colonel Troutman, uh, Rambo's military mentor, uh, goes on a um, on a mission in war-torn Afghanistan in the 80s. So that means the Mujahideen are fighting against the Russians. And uh, he gets captured. Rambo comes out of retirement to go in and uh, rescue Troutman. Hilarity ensues. Now, I have to ask, Nathan, because I've never seen the second one. Does the second one... Yeah, I've never seen the second one. Oh, wow. Second Uh, one is one of my favorites. (laughs) Which is probably why I was completely lost in this movie. Didn't know what was going on. There's so many plot threads in the second one that I'm sure tie into this one. Like, who even is Rambo? Right? (laughs) Who was he fighting in the second one? Uh, he He was going into Vietnam because... Uh, they had found out that there were still POWs in POW camps in Vietnam that the that the they had not released. It's so wild to me how much this series changed since the first movie. Well, the first movie is supposed to be actually, and the novel in and of it is it, it, that it's based on is supposed to be much more anti-war. Oh yeah, uh, all like all the way through, and then. After he, after they finished the first one, and Stallone kind of took over as I guess his his baby as a franchise between this and Rocky, and they were just like, let's just shoot as many many people as we can. Yeah, it's almost like, and I know he didn't direct any of the movies, but it's almost like they had like um, like Mike Nichols do the first one, and then John Milius take over for the sequels. There you go. <laughs> So yeah, it, it the the series has has taken some some twists and some turns. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I was this is the only like the, besides in the original Rambo's, this is the only one I've seen besides First Blood, and I think I only saw that movie like fifteen years ago, maybe. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah. It's been a while. But yes, yes, but this is not that uh, um, that well made. Uh, paste crafted movie this is rambo three rambo three in which it takes and we'll go over it i know but it takes about 45 minutes before we really get like a a battle scene right (laughs) just was surprising in rambo three like we know enough by this point just just give us what we make up they make up for it in the back end that's for sure i guess so (laughs) because the last well, the, the the last half hour is just straight shooting, isn't it? It Pretty is much? straight shooting. Yeah. yeah. With uh, so, anyways, uh, we but we don't start out there, as we say. We we start out with an American um, flag. Uh, yes, at the uh, U.S. consulate in uh, Thailand, mm-hmm. and Kurtwood Smith is there for a cup of coffee. Yeah, I I really thought he was gonna not only do more, but I thought he was gonna be like one of the villains well that's the thing like you said you haven't seen uh part two and i'll I'll be more than glad to spoil it for you um (laughs) one of the guys who's back at hq uh he decides midway through rambo's mission to get rescue these pow's uh was to, to not give support to rambo and just leave him to rot in vietnam of course he he overcomes the odds, rescues some POWs, and gets back to the uh, the base where um, you know he has this impassioned speech after he shoots up the office, <laughs> and he yells at uh, Charles Napier for um, for a, a really good long time, and he has the uh, uh, the um, uh, an emotional 
back and forth with Troutman, kind of like he did at the end of First Blood, but um, I don't know. It seemed a little more corny in in the, in the second one. Well, I, mean, uh, I, I think the more emotional Sylvester Stallone gets, the less I understand him. Right. So, <laughs> so yeah, it, 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 I almost thought uh, that Kurtwood Smith should have been a character like Charles Napier's was in First Blood Part Two. Well, yeah, he really, yeah, exactly. And then, I mean, this came out the year after RoboCop, so like people recognized him yeah. for being the villain I mean, in that movie. It would have been a situation where you know they get stranded in. The, I mean, but then again, they'd be hitting the exact same beat that they hit in Rambo Two, so maybe that's what they were trying to avoid. That's fair. It's just it's. I mean, and I, I think to most people, Kurtwood Smith is not like, oh my God, it's Kurtwood Smith. Not until after he was Red Foreman. Yeah, so I mean, I think maybe that's just me being like, oh, I like Kurtwood Smith. I hope he's in more, and he's not. <laughs> um, so there, he's telling, um, he's talking to Colonel Troutman uh, about the uh, the situation in uh, Afghanistan where the Russians are trying to push in, and. For the most part, the the Afghan people are are managing to hold their own, except for this one section that is uh, got a a pretty brutal guy as its uh, warlord, for the lack of a better term. And uh, they are tr- they are going to go and try to recruit John Rambo to come out of uh, retirement and uh, help lead this mission so they can defeat this you know Russian colonel. Now. Uh, since you didn't see the second one, uh, uh, Rambo did survive the first one. He went to prison in the second one. So they open oh, yeah. up with him in Leavenworth and they, they get him out so he can go to Vietnam. And this is the situation is he got, he got out, but now he's like, like, we want you to go back. And he's like, no, I just want to, you know, chill out with monks and, and fight people with sticks. Like, you know, Steve Blackman will someday <laughs> wrestling reference. Got it in. Oh man. <laughs> I bet you that's what Steve Blackman's doing these days. <laughs> Or fighting it, off raccoons with a stick. He's also, <laughs> yeah, he's also engaging in stick fights so that he can make money, so that he can pay uh, and build monasteries. Well, yeah, because because Troutman asks him about it, and he says that he uses it to get a little spending money, and Troutman's like, "Sell you, sell you, give it to the monk." <laughs> well, because we have to make sure that Rambo is like the most virtuous person that ever he, lived. He is trying, other than the stick fighting, he is trying to lead the most peaceful life that he possibly can. Even the stick build a fighting. Monastery, hanging out with monks. Yeah, and even with the stick fighting, he has a, a ring of honor moment at the end. <laughs> Another one. There you go. But a ring of honor early years moment, because I think they yeah. got rid of the handshake after a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so... <sighs> Was oh yes, uh, and this is where he Troutman lays out to him that uh, they want him to go into uh, into Afghanistan, and all I can think of it's Rambo in the 80s and he's fighting Russians in Afghanistan. What could possibly go wrong? Nothing. That's the yeah. answer. Well, not at first because he he says no. I got all these judges with these monks. Right. <laughs> you guys, get ready. <laughs> it's a Stallone movie. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're gonna sound like we had strokes at some point <laughs> um troutman does try to convince him with this impassioned speech about uh with an with, what was it a an, an analogy to a painter and uh and a stone a, a large piece of stone and he he carved a statue out of it and 
people complimented on it. He said it was there. I just had to chip away the rough edges. Well, that's what we did with you, John. You were always this natural killer. We just tricked away the rough edges. This mission's important, John. Do you really think we're going to make a difference? If I didn't, I wouldn't be going. It didn't before. That was another time. Come with me, John. I don't know what you think about this place, but I like it. I like being here. I like working here. I like belonging to something. You do belong to something, not this. When are you going to come full circle? What are you talking about? You said that your war is over. Not maybe the one out there is, but not the one inside you. I know the reasons you're here, John, but it doesn't work that way. You may try, but you can't get away from what you really are. But what do you think I am? A full-blooded combat soldier. Not anymore. I don't want it. That's too bad, because you're stuck with it. Let me tell you a story, John. There was a sculptor, and he found this stone, a special stone. He dragged it home, and he worked on it for months, until he finally finished it. When he was ready, he showed it to his friends, and they said he had created a great statue. And the sculptor said he hadn't created anything. The statue was always there. He just cleared away the small pieces. We didn't make you this fighting machine. We just chipped away the rough edges. I mean, the guy's trying to get away from a life of killing, and that's how you, that's how you try to convince him. It's in your teens. Why bother? Quit, quit trying. Don't fight it. Yeah, just be the killing You should machine. have been an addictions counselor. <laughs> just smoke it. Yeah, like over. Going, what are you what are you belly aching for? Like, like, are you thinking right now that you want to do crack? Well, just fucking smoke the crack. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I, he'd cares? probably be as terrible at that as he is at this because Troutman, uh, he's going, he's going in for the mission. He's going alone and promptly gets captured immediately. Yeah, because <laughs> we see him, we see him as he's entering the country. And then, yeah, like you said, as soon as he enters the country, everyone else with him, I think, gets shot and killed, and he gets uh, taken. Yep. With Liam Neeson. He's got a, I was just going to say, because he's got a very, he's, he doesn't have a very particular set of skills. Right. <laughs> One of them involves being captured. And so, uh, Kurtwood Smith goes to, uh, goes to Rambo again to plead the case, but this time he's going to, you know, Troutman's been captured, and, and Rambo can't get to Afghanistan fast enough. Um, but he needs but a, go ahead. Kurt Smith does say that he's not going to, it's off the books and that anything he does, if he fucks up, they're not going in to save him. And I, I really thought at that point he was going to, at some point he, he like say he didn't say that. I didn't think he was going to say that. And then at some point Rambo was going to get stuck and Kurt Smith was just going to like ignore him or something. Like I thought that was going to be the turn later. But which is exactly what they did with Charles Napier. Well, there you go. So, yeah. <laughs> he he goes into ask Afghanistan and meets a guy who has a very interesting shop where he sells uh, prosthetics and Kalashnikovs. Why not? Well, the, the I mean he does have a valid reason for selling both. He says that there are a lot of landmine fields around uh, that the Russians have put down, and uh, so he sells prosthetic legs for people who unfortunately get maimed in, in mine mine explosions. A mine explosion wouldn't that be great? Just <laughs> Marcel Marceau doing man in the glass box and kaboom! Oh shit, that would make mimes one thousand times better. Right. 
and of course Kalashnikovs because uh, apparently everybody in the village is also uh, a Mujahideen freedom fighter. Wait, Nathan, are you saying too that like going back to mimes just for a second? Are we saying that like every <laughs> mime act, um, you just never know when it's gonna happen in the performance? Like it's like at some point he's gonna explode. Well, I mean, I'm not saying that has to be a part of it, but I mean, if that's if that's part that's if that's part of the gamble, then yeah. I mean, that's a selling point for me. If I'm gonna watch a whole mime act, if 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 he's gonna explode at 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 the moment that I least expect, I mean, that's pretty exciting. There's also the fact that if you want to make money off it, though, you got to have the uh, possibility that the mime doesn't explode. Yeah, that's true. You can't have uh, you, you can't have a WrestleMania match every week. Right, because then Christmas is every week, as Paul Heyman says. <laughs> yeah. Wow, so much wrestling. Right. <laughs> um, where are we at? Oh yes, prosthetics and Kalashnikovs. Um, he also shows. Is this a point where he shows like the guy asks him what his like blue light thingy is and he and rambo says it's a blue light he said what yeah. does it do turns it tur- blue turns blue yep yep <laughs> okay so the, i guess the uh the idea is that they're gonna ha- they're gonna sit down with um you know the local leaders who are again as i said are mujahideen freedom fighters as well mm-hmm. and they're gonna come up with a plan uh to go to this russian fort uh to break out troutman and yep. we start we get our kind of a bit more of our backstory about was his, it was Colonel Xerxes or Xerxes or something like that. It's it Colonel Russian. Yeah. And, and he's of course an evil bad guy who likes to torture people and has like, he just is ruthless. So he has no redeeming qualities whatsoever. I mean, I think I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I'm think I think he literally had a framed picture of Vladimir Lenin in his, uh, yes. in his like hideout. Which I think, I mean, it may have been a legitimate thing in the 80s, but I know it was sure. very much a trope um, in in movies then that any time, you know, a Russian, they had, they would have like, they would have Lenin or even Stalin. But you can tell that um, he never actually dated Vladimir Lenin because it wasn't signed. No, that's true. True. So. <laughs> and for anyone who gets that, congratulations, you listen to our show. <laughs> <laughs> um... But yeah, so they're they're having the conversation, and they keep cutting. Don't they keep cutting back to? Um, they cut back to Troutman, who's being like interrogated by that Russian dude. And yeah. at one point, he says something that's kind of prophetic. Um, that he says like, you know, you can do as much damage to the Afghan people as you want, but these are a type of people that would rather die than be enslaved, and you can't defeat a people like that. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like those words still ring kind of true. <laughs> And I actually noted this speech fell on so many deaf ears. Oh, yeah. Nobody listened or took that as something that legitimately what those folks are like. If we had all <laughs> listened to Richard Crenna, the world would be a better place. Yeah, if they just left the Shah in Iran alone. Back in the, I'm not going to get into world history and politics. But well, Bill Murray got to sing happy birthday to him on Weekend Update. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so yeah, uh, and we do go and we go back, like you said, we we go from there and then we go back to, um, you know, Rambo, he's trying to get in good with the, the so he can get the help of the Jahadeen to help him with this. And uh, there's a he's talking to his guide who tells him this, I was at a, it was like a, it was a prayer, 
yep. that they said. And he said, and he asked him, Do you know what that means? So like, yeah, you guys don't take any shit. <laughs> He's like, pretty much, my man. The, the, the prayer was, uh, may God deliver us from the venom of co- the cobra, the teeth of the tiger, and the vengeance of the Afghan. Yes, the, it was it was the enemy's prayer. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, you guys don't put up with nothing. <laughs> you guys will take care of your own. I actually wrote down at this point, I was like, I would almost be convinced. Like, you know how nowadays if you make a movie and you want to talk shit about China, like you're not getting a China release like mm-hmm. at all. I wonder if this is almost like comes from an alternate universe where like they can't talk shit about Afghanistan because Afghanistan's like the biggest distributor of cinema. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, in in this in this case in the real world, they were legitimately friends. Like that those the US and Afghanistan. Uh, and yeah, they... no, but it just it just felt like it had that same vibe where it's like, well, they're the heroes and nothing's wrong, nothing's going on here. They're all good. Everyone's great. <laughs> great misunderstood people who we should who should have our acceptance and our 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 sympathies and and prayers and all that sort of stuff. You know, fast forward to like you know, 15, 20 years later. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyways, also we'll get off our soapboxes. Billions of dollars of weapons and then leave the yeah. country. Oh well, I mean. But again, let's Nothing not get into happen. that or bring folks down when we're talking about this <laughs> hilarious movie. <laughs> yeah. They have an interrogation scene because the colonel wants to know where the missiles are. And uh, Troutman tells him they're up his ass. They keep yeah. beating him. It's just their kind of excuse to see the torture that uh, he goes through and, you know, what kind of ruthlessness this, you know, warlord is capable of. Mm-hmm. Um, Unlike the wrestling warlord who was not capable of very much at all. Well, he relied too much on the barbarian. Right. <laughs> and the slickster. Um, but I, I, I gotta say at this point, when they're walking through the, when they're going through the village, I don't know why this made me laugh so much, but Rambo on horseback just looks wrong. <laughs> he's too big. Like he's too big. It just, it's just weird. So like the, the, the horse should be riding on his back. I think so. It would make okay. more sense to me. Yeah. He's clearly stronger than the horse. So I, I mean, uh, that's an inarguable point. <laughs> right. I have a note here that says toys as mines. I don't know what the hell that's all about. I, I don't know. Maybe just the mines look fake. I don't know. Um, okay. I know that everyone is like giving him the eye as he enters the town. And, you know, he, this guide is like, oh, they've never seen someone quite like you. And we even see a couple of the ladies giving him the eye. And I'm like, of course, Rambo comes into town and he's everybody's fucking dream. <laughs> he is the force of freedom after all. Oh, my God. It's almost like he had something to do with the producing. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> did you uh, did you ever watch the cartoon? The, the Rambo cartoon? Yeah, you didn't know there was a Rambo cartoon? No. Oh my god. Yeah, it's called Rambo, The Force of Freedom. And uh it was it was him and he had a couple other folks on his team and they fought like uh, a, a worldwide criminal organization and they were all made up of a, a mishmash of various ethnicities that did not like America. Oh my. With Frank Welker as Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> you can look it up. It's, it might be. I don't know. Oh no! I'm it wasn't Stallone. It. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, the, I I saw it as a kid. I thought it was the greatest thing in the world. Thinking back about it now, it's like, you know, he's a he's a mentally fragile PTSD suffering Vietnam vet who wants to be alone. Let's give him a team and yeah. send him off on special missions uh, where he actually gets to shoot guns because they had guns in that one. Man, the 80s were wild. 
Well, there you go, Nathan. That's the guy who voiced Rambo in the cartoon <laughs> show. Oh. <laughs> We're going to take a look here. <laughs> hey, I'm Rambo. Just to give you guys a, some insight, he looks to be, I mean, surely he was younger at the time, but the picture I found of him now, he looks to be like a 55-year-old like Jewish man, maybe. <laughs> he, he looks like the uh, he looks like the college professor that, you know, hits on your mom. <laughs> Unsuccessfully. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Rambo. La, 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 la. That's more like Schwarzenegger. Anyway, yeah. So he, yeah, he's talking to the he's talking to the um, <laughs> Afghanistan people, and they're saying like, you know, we don't back away from a fight, but like also you need to hear about these crazy Russians and how they stab pregnant women in the bellies and throw their babies into a fire pit. Because the Russians were the biggest baddest boogeymen of the '80s. Yeah, but they don't know culture. <laughs> right. That's just you got to make sure people know that. Uh huh. Um, yeah, and then, then uh, as they're having, like, they're kind of walk around and talk around about all this stuff, um, Rambo is accosted by this village child who is apparently a soldier uh, who wants all of his stuff. Also, Rambo doesn't even bat an eye that there is a child soldier. He fought in Vietnam. I know, but, like... And went back his... to Vietnam to, to rescue POWs. So. In, in... On his side, though, like Americans don't normally uh, employ child soldiers. Well, I mean, if you were to ask Rambo, he didn't have a side. He was there for Troutman. I thought it was Rambo. (laughs) He knows no country, just just allegiance to friends. Just a Rambo car. Which is like a good, you know, lesson to put into the cartoon, which I'm sure they did several times. Yeah. Leaving I, out the I have no country part, I only have loyalty to my friends. In fact, the movie itself, uh, the cartoon itself was very rah-rah patriotic, like, unapologetically. I was going to say, I would love to see how that cartoon ages in 2020. Oh, not very well. Not very well at all. <laughs> uh, speaking of not aging very well, continue. Okay, so, uh, yeah, he's uh, he keeps asking for Rambo for all of his stuff. Uh, he's like, you know, be the kid, you know, take off, this is my stuff. And uh, then he's introduced the, to uh, a game, I think it's called Capture the Goat. Hey, Nana. What are they saying? They want you to try. It's a way to welcome you to be with them. If you want to try, go ahead, but <laughs> I'm not responsible for it. Watch out. Yes? What are the rules? Well, you we have to take the sheep once around and then throw it in the circle. Why? Uh, because there is a circle there. That's it? That's it. Very simple. <laughs> like football. God must love crazy people. Why? He makes so many of them. So, yeah, the, I looked it up because I was like, surely, the, please tell me this exists and they didn't just make it up for the movie, but it's called the Buzkashi. Mm-hmm. And I just called it uh, Sheep Circle because they're they have to pick up a sheep and then put it in a circle. Yeah. And at one point when he when he's by the way, he's never played this before. And as soon as he starts playing the game, he fucking kicks everyone's ass and wins the game. First time around horses his whole life (laughs) as they introduced later in the series. (laughs) Um, 
He also at one point picks up the sheep and it is like the most obvious stuffed sheep toy ever. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I know it's supposed to be like a dead sheep, but at one point he picks it up and it's literally like you could see it's a stuffed. It's like a stuffed animal. <laughs> Just like a pillow. HD doesn't know it does. Sometimes doesn't do these movie favors. <laughs> no, not really. <sighs> while they're they say- doing this, but while they're doing this, they're um, they're aren't they attacked during this game? Well, and before that though, they also say that like, I mean, I don't know how he gets them all to agree to help him save one person. First of all. Be- I, because he, they said they wouldn't help him, and he said, "Fine, I'll do it on my own." And be- because of that, because he had such devotion to his friend, I think that won them over, and they're like, "You know what? You make a good point." But then uh, they we, said, "We will help you." I had to make them Russian because I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to make a, it to an Afghanistan accent. That's a good call. Right. Um, but they, they did mention though that, um, I remember they did mention though that uh, you. C- Get this man, this Troutman, to go back to uh, America and and tell of our tell our tales to everyone about you know the horrific things the Russians are doing. And I'm like, they know. <laughs> yeah, but the people that need to know know. If they and I think the idea was that he wants he wants them to go back and tell like the media and and to tell everybody, not just the government officials. And Rambo, of course, promises that. So that's just another you know. Feather in the cap of of getting them to uh to help them out. Yeah, but then like you said, yes, there is a massive attack. And they kill Yuri. They needed Yuri. The um the Russian guy. Yeah, who was like who was on there was helping them out, and uh, he gets he gets killed because they basically strafe the uh the the playing pitch where they're at. Um, and they've got like <laughs> just these ginormous assault helicopters against these people who are just playing capture the goat. Yeah. This helicopter attack I I wrote down, if I could describe it in one word expensive. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Cause I think this movie was like the most expensive, like the highest budget movie at the time. It was Was like, yeah, it it was like $63 million or something, which was like the, I think that was the biggest budget movie Hmm. at it. As of 1988, it also made like 189 million. So yeah, well, it's a it's a Rambo movie, so yeah, the 80s were about you know guns in action. <laughs> um, yeah, this attack is uh, is pretty crazy. Um, but they I do, thought for they a second do shoot th- down a helicopter. What's that? <laughs> they do manage to shoot down a helicopter. Yes, that was great. Um, also, I think like. At first, I thought the guy doing the shooting was Yuri, and I was like, am I just having, like, Russian face blindness? Because <laughs> there's a scene where you see the guy in the helicopter, and you see Yuri, and you see him shoot him, and I was like, he just, what? That's the same guy. That's the same guy. <laughs> Not all I mean, Russians look alike, you, you're Russianist. Yeah, I felt like that uh, that meme where uh, uh, Pam from The Office is saying, that's the same picture. <laughs> that's the same picture, yeah. <laughs> um, so they uh, they're like, OK, well, we got to we got to move now if they're doing this sort of stuff to us. Uh, Rambo's, you know, tells sends the kid away because he does. It's not, you know, a place for a kid to be at war and stuff like that. And Rambo's like, it's 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 my war though. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the thing between him and the kid is basically like, go back. No, kid, no, seriously. OK, shifty eyes. <laughs> like he doesn't, and, he doesn't push it that much. <laughs> They um and, and of course the, the 
one of the guys I think asked him at some point why he's going to such lengths um, for one person. And he's like, because Troutman would do it for him. Would he? <laughs> if he did, he'd get captured because yeah. Rambo does it successfully and Troutman didn't. I mean, Troutman is conservatively supposed to be how old? Like in his 50s? I would have to say probably in his 50s because he was, like I said, he. I'm pretty sure he's like he's uh, Rambo's military mentor. That's a fun a bit of alliteration. Uh, so let's he was, see. If, he was 62 at the time this movie was made. So they were pro- at and at a stretch they were they were having him play mid 50s. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean it stands it stands to reason because if you think about it, uh, in First Blood, um, Rambo probably would have been approaching you know 30. So it makes sense for his commanding officer to have been about you know 10 or 15 years older than him. Yeah. I just mean I don't know how far a 62-year-old man would have done a solo mission against the Soviet <laughs> army right. to save Rambo. Stop, I need my Geritol. <laughs> Ooh, let's just take a break. Ooh, oh, yes. God. You guys want a Werther's original? <laughs> I was going to save it to open in the middle of a really quiet part of a movie, but I'll give it to you now. <laughs> so many hills. Uh, <laughs> dude, those are just little dunes. Like, are you going to be okay? <laughs> I think we're going to make the, the Golden Corral early birth special. Uh, we're going to be old someday. Uh, <laughs> you think we'll make their golden corral early bird special if we hurry okay we gotta get we got we gotta hurry get this episode recorded so we can, oh no it's 7 p.m oh well, that's well we definitely missed it that's like that's the late late bird special for anybody our age we'll line uh, up for tomorrow's <laughs> that's a good idea yeah just like a midnight screening yeah um all right so um so he goes in to find his buddy. Yes. Because um, he's got the guide him. with him and the kid, right? Because I think, did we mention that after that attack, everybody else just just kind of like, well, fuck this. Well, yeah, because the kid the kid shows up and Rambo's trying to say, like, I told you to piss off. And, and, and I just note that kids are still the same. They never listen. <laughs> but everybody else after that attack is like, we're out. Like, we're yeah. not helping you. And Rambo does decide to go and buy himself. And, uh, yeah, like I said, I think the guide and the kid are the only two that decide to join him. Right. Um, um, we've got a tense moment with the grenade tripwire. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was kind of that was kind of good. He also, I got to say, why does he only put 10 minutes on that bomb timer? Because he's never, Rambo's never been here. He doesn't know the lay of the land. <laughs> he's well, going he in has by a himself. general idea because Yuri gave them a, the layout of the... The general layout of the, the the fort. I do think ten minutes is pushing it, though. Well, I think I mean again, his idea is that uh, get in as close as he can to the holding cells because Yuri did tell him where they the holding cells were. Have yeah. the bomb go off and then escape in the confusion. Oh, fair. It, it, it just it the time it, the time just seemed low to me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I do I, I did laugh at when he goes into the prison and there's a there's a bunch of prisoners. Uh, clearly he's just there for Troutman and you know whatever. But <laughs> just the POV of prisoners seeing this insane guy just going from cell to cell, being like Troutman, Troutman, Colonel. Well, he, he comes up to like uh, a, a poor, it was a poor lady and her daughter who are in prison, and he's like American. And they like they like point him in the way. He's like thanks, see ya, have fun in jail. Yeah, he doesn't rescue them. <laughs> Oh, anyhow. 
<laughs> yeah, nearly an hour into the movie, somebody finally gets stuck in in, in the neck of the knife. Yes, and uh, all this uh, this this sneaky sneaking around the base, uh, of course, there you know it doesn't go as planned, and oh. uh, it goes from being Rambo three to the never ending ammo. Because I I don't see anybody change a clip once, and they conservatively fire 5,000 shots apiece. I think this movie also held the record at the time for the most amount of on-screen deaths. And was it topped by RoboCop 2? It was topped by the other Rambo movie, I think. Oh, okay. Well, that actually (laughs) does make sense, because that one is a bloodbath. That one is... That that new... Not the newest, but the... the, Just Rambo. Yeah, the one that's just Rambo, like 2006 or 8 or something. That is, uh, yeah, that is an absolute bloodbath. Just a meat grinder of a movie. Coming soon? <laughs> I mean, we could. I'll have to check out the ratings first. Uh, so, yes, uh, the never-ending ammo takes place during this this jailbreak. And um, uh, Rambo gets, he gets, doesn't he get shot in the side during this? He does. Yeah. He finally gets, something happens to him. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, no, he doesn't get shot in the side. He gets stuck in the side. He gets stabbed in the yeah. side. And, uh, because that's going to come up later because we've got a, we've got oh. a returning moment from another movie coming up. Well, before but, that though, um, cause he doesn't, he doesn't end up breaking Troutman out, right? He has to retreat and Troutman's still there. And they have to at first. Go, go off into the sewers. And he a thousand percent has sepsis now because oh, yeah. uh, of the open wound on his side. Yeah, oh for sure. He's he's going to get very sick and die. But um <laughs> they as they, they they tell Troutman, I think the Russian guy tells Troutman like um something about uh something about like a, oh god oh, you, can't save you, think, you. Yeah, he's like do you think no, do you who do you think this man is god? And he's like who is this terrorist? What makes you so valuable to him? This bastard tried to destroy me tonight, but he failed. At sunrise, I will hunt him down and have his skin hanging on the wall. You don't have to hunt him. What? He'll find you. Are you insane? One man against train commandos. Who do you think this man is? God. Oh, God, what have mercy. He won't. Guys, just so just in case you don't remember, because I know we only mentioned this about eight minutes ago, but Rambo is the best. He's the strongest. He's the toughest. He's the friendliest. He's the most sincere. He's the sexiest. Like <laughs> he, he was triple X before triple X was triple X. And he really was. But yeah. I I think I can understand him more. Um, yeah, it's not, <laughs> the, the slouchy verbiage is not as pronounced. At least in this movie, he doesn't like disappear into a pile of ladies like in that first one. <laughs> right. God. Um, Things so, I do for my country. <laughs> so they, they managed to escape um, to a cave. Uh, Rambo gives the kid his, uh, as a Muslim, gives the kid his Buddhist necklace. <laughs> Because yep. he got that he got that necklace from the guide uh, from Gr- Rambo three, who was also kind of a romantic interest in the movie, and uh, she she was oh, killed Ra- during the you movie. Mean Rambo two, 
Yes, Electric Boogaloo. I was going to say, the guide is a romantic interest. What cut did I yeah. watch? No, in, in Rambo 2. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Uh, so I was like, and, and what actually, I saw this in theaters as a kid, and I legitimately kind of had a problem with this part of the movie. <laughs> I was like, yeah. she died for you, you bastard. <laughs> See, and, and there you go, Nathan. I was just watching this part, and I was confused. <laughs> didn't understand the significance um now this is this was the scene that uh, i remember seeing again seeing this up there this scene stuck with me more than any other scene in the movie rambo pushes out the um it's an i think it's like an arrow that he got hit with he pushes the shaft out of the uh out of the hole it sounds dirty <laughs> and uh sprinkles gunpowder does the uh, the old trick from black dog where he cauterizes the wound with gunpowder i literally wrote down this is where he this is where uh, old patrick swayze learned it <laughs> this is where black dog garley got it from yep. Th- this this might have even been worse though because <laughs> when he lights that fl- that match it lights his whole arm on fire <laughs> like like he he should have just caught on fire and immediately died <laughs> right so now that he's all he's all uh, sealed up and healed up uh, their next their next plan is a, a morning raid for Jailbreak Two, Electric Rambaloo. I was gonna say Troutman Boogaloo. Oh yeah, yeah. Rambo yeah. Boogaloo, whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, Back in the habit. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man, imagine. Just Sylvester Stallone in a movie where he has to go undercover as a nun. Oh, <laughs> uh, or he goes like his second. Stallone and Schwarzenegger in a remake of Nuns on the Run. Yes, please. (laughs) Or or Stallone, like his second idea to break into this, uh, to get Troutman out is to go undercover as a nun. It's like, uh, but Rambo, nuns don't normally pass through. I don't know what that's going to do. No, no, trust me, nobody can have a nun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Of course... All of this confusion, uh, the the Russian colonel knows what's going on, and man, Russian swears sound like a lot of fun. <laughs> like I might just learn the profanities of that language because it sounds like a lot of fun. Just as and like cathartic too. Like if you were really mad and you started swearing in Russian, I think it would it just relieve that much more stress. Yeah, well, they're they're all like the stereotype is that they're all generally pretty angry. So I yeah. feel like. <laughs> swearing has to be extra because in in you know in our language uh the language doesn't sound that angry and when you swear it really sticks out so for yeah. them to for have it to be to for them to have it stick out you really need to add some oomph on that <laughs> for, for for you know for people who always sound like they mean business when they mean business it has to sound like they really mean business yeah you gotta yeah. put some stank on that <laughs> there you go um so uh, during this, uh, there's a there's a fun little uh, quip back and forth between uh, Troutman and and Rambo, uh, because uh, you know Troutman's like, aren't you hurting? He's like, remember you taught us how to ignore, taught us to ignore the pain. How's that working for you? Not good. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But now, yeah, it's like Rambo versus like 30 commandos, <laughs> and he gets explosive arrows. Oh, and uh, and delivers the second one. <laughs> and delivers a clothesline from Arizona at one point. Oh yeah, <laughs> this this 
like I said, like Brendan said, it, it takes forever to get to, up to like the you know the the crazy frenetic action in this movie. But when they get it going, they go oh, they do not phone it in. I think as you can tell that that like how long it, it how long it didn't take for us to get to these scenes. It the, not a lot happens in a long period of time before this. Yeah. But after that, we've got explosive arrows. They're dropping napalm depth charges from helicopters into caves. Yeah, it uh, looked like at one point he shot a guy so hard that an explosion came out of his ass. That wouldn't surprise me. Like, he clearly, I think the idea was that he shot something that was behind him. But when he shot, the guy was like, oh, you know, like, reacted like he was shot. And then there was an explosion behind him. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, I think I remember that. I I think the idea was that Rambo hit him and then it, like, blew up like a... A, a canister or something behind him, or he hit him with like a, a, a grenade and it like it went through and then exploded. So he died double. Just had to fart really bad right when he got shot. <laughs> um, Rambo arrow just... versus helicopter. That's my <laughs> yeah. note about those arrows. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, that was probably it then. That was probably it because the arrow probably went through him. Mm. Killed like he got shot with the arrow, but it went through him and exploded. That's what you said. He shot him so hard. He exploded. <laughs> He, um, he is a real gentleman, though, Stallone, because he allows Richard Crenna to get, like, three kills. Right. Like, I mean, we want to make it believable. Right. <laughs> he, um, he also does the, the John McClane taunt, kind of, where somebody's dropped their walkie-talkie, mm-hmm. and they're like, who is this? And he's like, you worst nightmare. You worst nightmare. They use that in the promotional material for this movie. Oh, it was delightful. Oh, that's a trailer scene, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> He gets bear hugged by a big fat Russian. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he does. Again, and this is just these are just things that happen at this point. Oh yes, and he's he's fighting him, and he and the guy is like you said, he's basically kind of choking him out. But Rambo like slowly reaches up and pulls a pin out of the grenade on the guy's vest. <laughs> yeah, and the guy's like immediately like, oh no, whoa! And he's like freaking. Out. <laughs> so Rambo then, gets away, and the guy explodes. Not only does he explode, but right before that, he's like hanged by, he's like hung by the neck, clearly dies, and then blows up. <laughs> it's just like a hat on a hat on a hat. <laughs> and Troutman like... has the gall to that at that point look at Rambo and say, "We did it, John." After he killed maybe point zero 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 four percent of the people Rambo killed. <laughs> well, he's got a, he's got another chance coming up because they do come out and like there's just a line of russians there's tanks there's helicopters and uh the the colonel's on his pa on his like super nice helicopter saying um you know if you if you surrender i will not hurt you i only want to to take you in as prisoners and you know they're like yeah sure you do pal uh they kind of look at each other try to figure out a plan troutman says i think surrounding them is out which i thought that was kind of funny yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's trying to uh, keep the mood light yeah um and then all of a sudden it's the mujahideen to the rescue yeah because out of nowhere like an rko <laughs> the mujahideen ride in like the cavalry and start fighting the russians in their tanks and helicopters they have such like convenient timing because well, we were seconds away from a butch cassidy and the sundance kid moment right there yes <laughs> there's uh there's a point where um i think uh, Troutman gets shot in the leg. Somebody gets shot in the leg with the with uh, the one of the guns from the helicopter, 
and it 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 it's but a mere flesh wound. Yeah, a helicopter gun. I was like, his leg would be obliterated. It would be it would be gone. It would have been great if it was Rambo, and then all the other Rambo movies, he just has like one fake leg. He's a prosthetic leg for the rest yeah. of them. But it does nothing to hinder him. Like he's still no, no nothing at all because he continues uh, his badassery so much so that he plays chicken in a tank with the helicopter of the bad Russian colonel. He also and holds- wins. Yep. Yeah, he's perfectly fine. Um, even though they both like literally collide into each other and blow up, he also holds on to a Molotov cocktail for I think a longer than you should be able to. Well, you gotta. Uh, I guess the movie of logic there is that you have to throw it. The 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 rag doesn't operate as a fuse. It's just an incendiary piece. So when you throw it and breaks the bottle, it'll go whoosh. But I think yeah, if you if you burned it down enough, it would probably explode in your hand. Yeah, I feel like he holds on to that for a very long time. Also, uh, the cruel fate of irony is that he kills a Russian with a Molotov cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, you know, that's kind of that it, uh, where it, Rambo says he's going to, you know, uh, he, he says basically that there's a voice that keeps on calling him down the road. That's where he's always been. You know, every 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 stop he makes... He's making new friends, but he doesn't stay for long. He just turn around and he's gone again. But maybe tomorrow, um, you he know, he might want to settle down. Maybe but tomorrow, un- but until tomorrow though, he'll just probably keep, keep moving, moving on. on. Yeah, which yeah. is not an untrue statement to make about the Rambo movies that follow. <laughs> <laughs> they do say to each other, um, Rambo and Troutman. They do say to each other, "I think we're getting soft." Uh. Yeah. And then it's dedicated to the people of Afghanistan, but that's not what it used to say. No, it was the uh, the bold fighters, the Mujahideen. And why is that a, a questionable thing to keep in the movie? That they might well, have, reason they might have changed it. Because a lot of uh, fighters who were involved with the Mujahideen later went on to become, you know, Al Qaeda and Taliban. So just a quick Google search, and the creators are like, no, let's let's move this around a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's funny I, I saw this in theaters again like as when i was a kid and then you know years later i had always seen they would show first blood on tv all the time they would show rambo first blood part two on tv all the time like on tbs and stuff like that and uh that was the one time in like the early 2000s and i was like why do they never play rambo three uh, all right, I'm going to go rent it. And I went down to Blockbuster and, and rented it. And uh, then I was like, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Yeah. So. And then, Nathan, it ends with the fucking song. You ain't ever. Cover. <laughs> Is it a cover? Okay. I'm pretty sure it's a cover. He's my brother. Which I wasn't expecting uh, at the Oof. end of Rambo 3. But I, again, I, I think it was because the idea was to show that there was a a, a kinsmanship, a, a camaraderie between the U.S. and Afghanistan. Which uh, this still movie, exists to this day. And it's, uh, it, it was, it, it, the 80s were wild. That's, that's all I got to say. Wild, uh, wild stuff, Ed. Right. Easy. Wild and crazy. Um, so anyhow, yeah, that's, that's, that's Rambo three, mm-hmm. uh, the dream children. Oh no. Dream <laughs> masters. 
Let's ramble through the Freddy, us. get over there. I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> oh my uh, god, please. Rambo in a Nightmare on Elm Street movie? Rambo versus Jason versus Freddy. Oh, the movie would if, if he if he had anything to do with producing it, the movie would be seven minutes long. He would just kill both of them immediately. Yeah, and then it would just be a Rambo movie about him fighting some other foreigner. <laughs> so anyhow, um, well, on our on our scale, is uh, is this movie is it worth a watch? Is it a drunk watch with friends? Are you going to attempt head trauma to forget it or avoid it like the plague? I will say that it was feeling like head trauma for a while. I'm not going to lie. But the last uh, 45 minutes, I think, make up for it. So, (laughs) you know what? Honestly, the plot of this movie does not matter a bit. Look how quickly it took for us to get through it. Um, Just, if you don't care, just watch the last 45 minutes. So, (laughs) I'm going to say... Maybe I will split the difference just because the first half is such a nothing and the second half is a drunk watch. So, yeah, somewhere in between. Okay. Well, a lot of my friends like, you know, um, trivia about history. And uh, so I think this would be a really good drunk watch um, with friends for me, for sure. But the uh, all the other ones worth a watch every (laughs) 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 no matter how crazy they are. I think the most recent one is close to this too for me, um, oh, just because I feel like the last too. the last half hour of the most recent one is ridiculous and crazy, but the mm. everything else is just kind of. Uh, I feel like the most. <laughs> I feel like the 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 Rambo movie that came out like 15 years ago was better. Oh, that one. That one's that one's a delight. Yeah, I actually, I, mean, I once when they were when they were. Long before they were talking about Rambo Last Blood, they released the uh, the video the movies on Blu-ray, and they did them as dual packs. So you get First Blood and Rambo, and on the other pack you get First Blood Part Two and Rambo Three. Okay. So <laughs> I uh, at the time I was like uh, I I only I don't know where I was I only had like a few bucks and I was like. Which one do I buy? Which one do I buy? And I was like, uh, First Blood and Rambo, of course. I mean, yeah, you want the one with First Blood on it, regardless. Yeah, and then you know, if if it either way, if it had gone Rambo and then Rambo First Blood Part Two, I, I would have absolutely still been just as happy. But uh, you yeah. know, this one, like I said, it's it's the it's the lesser of the bunch, but uh, still, still fun. Anyhow, so that's uh, that's Rambo three. Um, you know, don't uh, oh, I should probably do this since classic, uh, notes go bye bye. It's your tradition. And that's I guess right. since mine are on the computer, I'll just shut my computer off. Toss oh! it right out the window. Oh, Brendan, out. Uh, we're gonna cut to commercial. Uh, stick around. Uh, we'll be right back, and we'll see if we can get Brendan situated with I don't know a new laptop or something, so the episode can continue. Okay, so we 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 did it, uh, Brendan. Uh, we got you a new new computer. Um, you don't have to crumple up your notes. Oh, well that makes sense. I mean, just, I'm out. Uh, uh, you know, a few hundred bucks, but I'm glad to be. I'm glad to yeah, be. I back. mean, you you could probably get like you know a, a, a shredder, like a not not like one for your computer, but like oh. you could put your files from your computer into like this electronic shredder, and it'll shred the field. Same same catharsis. But so uh, I turn I I. I I turn it off and throw it out the window after the podcast. Don't have to do that at all. 
actually. Oh. You'll save so much money. Okay. All I'll right. think about it. All right, I'm feeling I'm feeling a little uh oh feeling a little little publicly funded and uh, oh, oh low. Yeah, so we're dropping dropping down to our to our our NPR voices and as Brendan noted, feeling a a little low because it's now time for the low haiku. Mm. And uh, the Brendan, what is the low haiku? Well, Nathan, the low haiku uh, consists of 17 syllables, uh, all of which are used to describe the movie we just talked about for oh. a little while. Okay, okay. And um, uh, I, 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 the floor is to you, good sir. Oh, okay, thank you. I will uh, begin with my haiku here. <clears throat> it's not Taliban. Look. Some became Taliban. Rambo is good guy. Very good, very good, very good, very good. Thank you, thank you. Yes, I do, I do. Trained black ops killer. Could this work as a cartoon? Give it the green light. As I mentioned before, it was a cartoon. Yeah, I was gonna say, and they did. And but with that, with that, with that, with that, 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 we're we're no longer publicly funded by the by the Chubb Group and viewers like you. I thought you were about to go into that's all, folks, and then I expect you to start rapping because according to Space Jam: A New Legacy, that's what Porky Pig is known for. Well, I mean, yeah, he's got the voice for it. <laughs> he's got oh, sorry, he's got the speech impediment for it. The movie is a bane of existence. <laughs> Abysmal. <laughs> so but uh yeah, no, we've um we've you know had our our say about uh, about Rambo three, uh but uh we don't uh, we don't want you guys to think that we're the be all and end all, so much so that we uh we have a little fun thing that we like to say around the offices here. What were they thinking? Well, what is that thing, Brendan? Well, the one thing it's a big like... show. Sorry. <laughs> it's Sorry. gonna be a big bad show tonight. Oh. That's not what I used you to say. think. I used to think the song was It's gonna be a big bad show tonight on Raw. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, what if he goes to SmackDown though? Anyway. <laughs> well, Nathan, actually, in fact, what we like to say is That's right. Do not take our word for it, or don't take our word for it. Um, this movie, uh, uh, Brendan, he gave us numbers earlier on the uh, the production of it, um, and of course, I mean it's it's a big, dumb, stupid movie. So the critics probably hate it, like they always hate big, dumb, stupid movies. Well, they didn't love it, but forty percent of the critics liked it. Oh, okay, inching up towards the the. The 50 halfway point. Okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, Rambo has fans, man. The, the, this thing must be off the charts on the audience side, like 99% or something. Uh, well, certainly not that high. Um, very much on the charts. Uh, only about 45% of the audience enjoyed this particular Rambo film. Oh, okay. But, Nathan, I've got good news for you. Oh, if, all right. If you like this movie, 
You may also like the following films. Um, A Blaze, starring Never. Tom Arnold. <laughs> Never heard of it. Uh, Fled. I did. Uh, which you told me was a coming soon one day, so I'm waiting. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's on the radar again. Uh, another Stallone movie called Lock Up. Uh, yeah, it was all right. Bulletproof. <laughs> yes, I did enjoy that. Eight percent with the critics. Good lord. Yeah, I don't. Rem- I don't remember loving it, but it's been a long theaters. time. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, a movie we already covered, uh, Judge Dredd. And I did enjoy. I, I really like Dread. <laughs> I'll say that. I, I love that way more for sure. Yeah. Judge Dread is a good like hate watch. Like it's pretty. It's you know we talked about. it. I'm not gonna get into it. Yeah. You had to say about that. Yeah. Go back and listen to that episode after you're, yeah, after you're done please, with this episode. Please see Judge Dread episode. <laughs> so yeah. okay. Well let's 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 jump in to to see what the the critics say. Uh, Brennan, which will lay down some truth for us. All right. Well, let's see here. Um, Keith, uh, Keith Ulick of, uh, Yugo, um, girl says, what's that? Yugo girl. <laughs> I don't want Hugo. <laughs> <laughs> um, engages the plight of the Mujahideen with a humanizing doc like approach. Fascinating to witness all these years later when the allies slash enemy tables have turned so drastically. <laughs> The negative review. Doc? Like, does he mean documentary? Yeah, which I don't. I didn't know. No. Nope. Don't think this was documentary style. Maybe he <laughs> nope. means, like, document? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to have to write a letter to you, Go. <laughs> um, well, Marilyn Eurekio, uh hmm. from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette uh, wrote, Rambo 3 should make a fortune because Stallone delivers with a vengeance. That's a positive review. There you go. Well, I got a positive re- review here for you from Mike Massey of Gone with the Twins. Mm-hmm. Says, uh, if critics were to rate a film based on how sensational the main antagonist's death is, along with the main henchman, then this film would rank quite high indeed. Seven out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, let's see what I got here. Hal Hinson, Washington Post. He didn't care for it, actually. Oh. And wrote, Rambo may in fact have outlived his usefulness. His moment may have passed. Strap in, Hal. Because <laughs> that was co- more coming your way. Yeah, I don't even know if that was two. Like that's it says two thousand, but maybe that's when their archives were uploaded to the internet. Could have been. Either way, he he's got two more coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, and probably more. Who knows? Uh, let's see. Uh, Variety staff uh, who works at Variety says always at ground zero in the chaos is Rambo gloriously inhumanly impervious to fear and danger whose character is inhabited by Stallone with messianic intensity (laughs) (laughs) they basically Uh, treat him like a god I can agree there that's probably actually no god would have mercy he won't you're right sorry they Mm -hmm. clearly weren't watching the movie then right (laughs) Kathy Burke from the United Press International writes, Mostly, Rambo 3 is one breathtaking sequence after another, with an absolutely mind-boggling scene with Rambo removing a spike from his side and then sealing the wound with flaming gunpowder. She gave it a positive review. (laughs) 
There we go. Um, shall we just go into the uh, the audience reviews? Uh, yes, let's. Okay. Well, I'm going to start off with a very enthusiastic quick review here from Diego Zarke. Okay. He says, Fantastic! I recommend to you! Five stars. <laughs> okay. Um, well, Peyton I um, did, did not have the, such enthusiasm. Uh, they wrote, Boring vanity project unfit for the Rambo name. Barely any action. Falling asleep in the first 45 minutes. I mean... It's possible. <laughs> they're not wrong about the first 45 minutes. <laughs> um, Muhammad A. says, If only the propaganda was not so preposterous and self-serving, Hollywood lies. However, this is such a disgusting load of garbage as far as propaganda goes, and way too contemporary to get away with it, that I cannot help but vomit down its ugly neck. Ew. The fact is... Historically, Rambo would be making nice with opium drug lords and terrorists and giving the USA an excuse to wage war against the people of Afghanistan based on lies and more lies. The USA went into Afghanistan to restart the opium industry and steal the resources in the mountains and secure an oil and gas pipeline. That is the ugly reality which turns this Rambo movie to puke. Exciting and action-packed with some poignant moments but uh, for anyone still trapped in the lie, but seen with the eyes of an informed and a decent human being in 2019, this movie should be seen for what it is. A pig trying to put lipstick on itself. Two stars. Good Lord. Someone's got some uh, opinions. Yeah. Some conspiracy uh, theories. Doesn't sound like it was a a lot of uh, information about the movie, but (laughs) no. (laughs) Uh, uh, Reverse M, which I'm assuming is, Reverse Mario, which is a very devastating wrestling maneuver. Oh, so wouldn't that just be Wario? <laughs> uh, they write, almost exactly similar to the last installment, but this sequel proves that putting its titular character to any setting that fits its genre could still give a well-entertaining, action-packed package. Three out of stars. A well-entertaining, action-packed package. Yeah. Put it on the box. Maybe get a thesaurus. <laughs> um, yeah, if you have two similar words in a row, guys, start your sentence over. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, from uh, Joe S. Well, I can only assume, um, even though it says S, it's probably just Joe Estevez because he's kind of stupid. Um, <laughs> he says, my least favorite out of the series because Sly barely had any lines. Four and a half stars. <laughs> For his least favorite. Least favorite. Every other one of the five star reviews. Also, what like Rambo doesn't have fucking monologues. <laughs> it's not this character is one of his least talky characters. Right? Like I don't remember Rambo having huge dialogue exchanges. No, because he's supposed to be uh, a, a quiet, tortured man who's yeah. only doing it because it's the absolute right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, my next one comes from Dan B, and I can only assume it's Dan Brown, uh, author of The Da Vinci Code. Oh, but, but this is very well written. <laughs> he writes, for an action movie, in an, and particularly a Rambo franchise, this movie was great. At least compared to the crap CGI action movies coming out today, 
Everything you see is real. I had to look up the film location because it looked like Afghanistan. The only corny part was the opening setup. Four and a half out of stars. Uh, Also, like, because Dan knows what what Afghanistan looks like. (laughs) Oh, boy. Dan Brown's been to Afghanistan, guys. That's where he wrote his best work. Um, he was probably upset, but I guess I bet you he took off half a point because Stallone didn't have that great floppy hair that Tom Hanks did in the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> All right, this is I think this will be my last one. This is from okay. uh, Kelly K, who I can only assume is Kelly Kelly, uh, former WWE superstar, ECW talent. Yeah, ECW as well. Um, yet again, Stallone teaches us that Russians suck. Two stars. Wait. That sounded like it was a good review. Yeah, I know, right? There was there was a Shyamalanian twist at the end there. Uh, well, I get my last one. It's, uh, oh, and it's then short. she danced. Sorry, I just want to mention. Forgot about that. <laughs> and, and, and Mike Knox covered her up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, my my last one comes from uh, Brian B. And uh, I can only buddy. assume what's that? It's your buddy. Yeah, I can only assume it's Brian Bonsall. Uh, mm-hmm. As a punk rocker, I did not feel that I think that um, that he would have this kind of a view. But uh, he writes, "This one is not good, like the 2008 Rambo." Two and a half out of stars. All right. <laughs> so well, yeah, there we there there we go. That's you know, it's, like I said, don't take our word for it. Uh, there was uh, there was a mixed bag of reviews on the uh, on the tomatoes as well. So. And we're done with that, and we are actually going to talk about uh, okay, the latest. So I'm going to turn, turn off my computer. No, 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 oh. no, 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 We're not done, not done, not done. Oh, okay, sorry, Again. sorry. Okay, so just leave it up, and we're going to actually uh, talk about the dance craze sensation that's sweeping the nation. What you watching, bud? Where we discuss, you know, things that we've been checking out uh, in the past uh, week or so. So, Brennan, what you watching, bud? Well, I mean, uh, very, again, just t- keeping with the theme of Rambo, uh, I watched the uh, the new Disney film Encanto. Um, it's it Because it also ends with an O. Right. right. That's how you tie it in. Um, it's, uh, it, of course, it's a beautiful movie. Uh, it's wonderful. It's about a, a family that lives in this uh, little town, and they all have, like, magic. They're almost like, it's almost like they're all kind of like superheroes. They all have, like, a different kind of power. Mm-hmm. Um Except for one, uh, the main character, uh, actually voiced by, um, oh my god, and I can't think of her name on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. She's the very serious cop. Oh, Rosa? Rosa. Voiced by the actress who plays Rosa on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And it's uh, it's really sweet and obviously gorgeously animated. Uh, You know, doesn't overstay its welcome. It's only about, it's by the, you know, 95 minutes or so. And, uh, yeah, John Leguizamo pops up. He's great. Um, and, of course, Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote all the songs because that's what he does now. So, guys, dig in. Encanto. It's one of the uh, best animated movie nominees. It's really good. Two girls. I've definitely seen it a couple times. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's great, right? It's it is, yeah, it is, it is good. It is good. Yeah. Um, as for me, I'm on the other end of the spectrum. So you watch uh, pornography. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a given. But uh, I can't keep recommending that every week. It's this is almost something new. Um, yeah. No, I watched. Uh, I, I I found a new series, well, new to me series on Tubi. Uh, after I watched a Tubi ad on Tubi, 
Um, I watched a, a show called Popcorn Fodder, which is like a, a movie of the week type show, kind of like like the old Elvira used to be or Joe Bob Briggs, where they're not riffing on the sh- on the movie itself. Uh, you get to actually just see the movie and maybe riff it yourself. And then they do host segments where they give you like little uh, interesting tidbits uh, about the film trivia. But, you know, because they're tidbits that are interesting. Well, of course. Yeah. And uh, so I watched actually watched an episode today called uh, The Devil Times Five, which was uh, a killer kids movie. And uh, yeah, um, some cheesy B movies, uh, C, Z, D, all the way down to whatever uh movies if you like that sort of stuff and you've seen you know mystery science theater and riff tracks to death check out popcorn fodder there's some you'll at least get some uh some interesting tidbits and uh grainy footage and tidbits that are interesting right yeah all right sounds good uh what about uh your uh your buddy dude montrose montrose is uh kicking it yeah uh old school apparently oh. Yes, Actually, of course. One so. of my favorite films. Right. Uh, I don't think it's one of his. But anyway, I'll, I'll get him. I'll, I'll get it's him. not. It's not one of mine either. Okay, good. <laughs> so, so you you like kicking it old school? I've never actually That's, seen a Montrose. I just wanted to sound cool. It's 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 quite offensive. Oh, okay. It's just very ter- ter- I had to watch it once. It was I I oof avoid it like the plague. Oh well, spoiler right. alert for that episode, Montrose. Right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I'd want to be on that one. Uh, anyway, but if you uh, are done listening to this podcast uh, and uh, have had your fill of uh, of terrible movies for the time being, uh, you can head on over to uh, my YouTube page, Montrose Minkington TV, uh, where I discuss uh, discuss rather the, the, the grappling, the, the wrestling professional, if you will. Um, and then we can also be friends on Facebook in the Facebook group Montrose Monkington the Third Esquire and Friends. And finally, uh, you can tweet at me on the, your Twitter devices uh, at Montrose the Third. That's the number three RD. Thank you. More later. Thank you, Montrose. You're welcome. You're a friend to all. Thank you. I'm a blessing in your life. Uh, and of course, you know, you know where to find us. But if you don't, I'll tell you, we are on all all podcatcher apps. If there's a podcatcher app out there that you like to listen to and we're not there somehow, let us know and we'll be there. You know, you be there. Reference. You be there. <laughs> um, but yeah, do that. And then we're also uh, our home base, of course, is Age of Radio. Big time. You go to ageofradio.org slash what were they thinking. You can find us on the social medias. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on TikTok. WWTT podcast across those three platforms if you want to check us out. We're at patreon.com slash WWTT podcast. We got lots of stuff you can sign up there. You can sign up for there. You can pick movies. You can, uh, you know, you can make us watch shit. Uh, there's a couple of exceptions, but I mean, I think they're pretty obvious. Yeah, we've, um, we've, we've we've mentioned them a few we've times. We've mentioned them a few times. And we'll uh, just shoot you right down anyways. We'll tell you right at the time. There's only, there's only what, two of them, isn't there? That you know of. I'm sure of there's course. a couple others I could think of that you'd be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but two in the, in the public, uh, I think that most people know of and would know not yeah. to pick. Uh, and, of course, I'm talking about Ghostbusters 2. Um, <laughs> Ecto Boogaloo. <laughs> right. Back in the habit. 
Oh, I lost myself. Uh, we're also on uh, Redbubble and TeePublic. You can get you can get your uh, your what were they thinking and paid to fart shirts there. Uh, fart. Maybe a maybe a making sandwiches shirt. We'll see what happens. Uh, <laughs> be, a, be just a, a dancing couple and underneath making sandwiches. There you go. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> that's pretty much it, I think. So yeah, that's 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 our plugs. Okay. Um, but Nathan, I guess. Uh, well. I normally I would ask you questions at this point about the movie, Nathan, but mm-hmm. uh, I mean I guess we're done, so I'll just shut off my computer. No, here no, 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 right. Oh, did it. <sighs> what was he thinking? It's a long road when you're on your own. And it hurts when they tear your dreams apart. Could use a friend